If I were to ask you, what is a step parent? How would you answer that question? Some of us might provide a legal definition of what that is. Others, like myself, might try and say something eloquent and positive, while others that have been on the struggle bus are going to keep it way too real concerning the role. Either way, we need to be able to answer that question, and it is best that it is clearly defined. Let's establish that baseline so that we can be effective in this role. Welcome to Blended. I am your host, Jeremiah Wallace, and my goal is to see blended families thriving. If you are navigating this experience, then you're in the right place. This podcast is purposed to provide support, information, and the encouragement that we need to fulfill our family's potential. What is going on, my blended people? Welcome to the long-awaited 43rd episode of the podcast. Again, thank you guys uh, that have been my avid listeners that have been patient up to this point. I believe your prayers concerning myself and my family are working, so that is very much appreciated. And I'm excited for this current series that we are about to be in. It's entitled being a step parent so the step parents in the building are going to be getting some much needed attention some information some love maybe even some correction and that might come from a a place of personal battles whether current or former considering i myself am a step parent but it's going to be really really good we're diving in thoroughly Um, and this one specifically is entitled what is a step parent so we are going to start off with the definition of what a step parent is and it's always helpful to start off with a definition because that tends to indicate function So while I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty specific functional properties of a step parent, I am going to provide some general definition that I believe extends to all of us. And my hope is for us to kind of produce or come up with a baseline that we can work from, because I oftentimes see so many step parents get off on the wrong foot because they have no idea what they are. Really, they're legally a step parent. They are identified as such, whether in relationships, whether by the government, whatever the case, but functioning in that role and what that really means, how to operate as a step parent is lost among so many people, which is why there's so much devastation in the family. And we are going to attempt to correct that with this definition. So I'll lay out the four components that I believe define a step parent, and then we can break each of them down from there. So first, uh, what is a step parent? A step parent is an individual. Secondly, A step parent is a partner. Thirdly, a step parent is a parent. Oh, wow. Look at that. That came (laughs) that came out of left field. And then the last one is a step parent is a restorer. And yes, that is an actual word. Restorer. That is the fourth component of what I believe a step parent is. And again, being a step parent myself, I've seen these things in operation 
And I've also experienced when these things are not in operation. And it's much better for all parties involved when these things are incorporated, practiced, and we're just being mindful of these things as we function as step parents. Now, before we dive in, I want you guys to know that I am a real person. (laughs) I am a human being. You know how you check the box to make sure you're not a robot when you're signing up for stuff or going on to a certain website? Guess what? As we speak, I am checking that box. I am an actual person. And what I love to do is connect with my listeners. If it's not already obvious, I am an advocate of the family and the individuals that make up the family. I am a certified health coach and trainer, and one of my favorite things to do is assist people in understanding who they are, where they've been, and identifying what it's going to take for them to become the person that they envision. I truly believe that one individual that functions with a sound mind and walks in purpose can make an extreme impact, not just in their homes, but within their communities. So if you'd like to connect, please click that link in the description to Calendly, and we will set up a free 30-minute consultation. We'll get to know each other for a bit. And if there's anything that I can do to assist you, then I would love to be of help. All right, so let's dive into it. What is a step parent? Number one, a step parent is an individual. And although this one kind of comes off as a captain obvious moment, the concept of being an individual is not so much an issue for step parents initially. It's actually something that becomes lost on us later on down the line as we get into the thick of our relationship with our spouse, the kids, and all other parties that are involved in the situation. And I believe that this is something that's really hard to avoid, actually. It's hard to maintain the idea that you are your own individual. And I know that as we get married, we become one and it's hard to determine where one life ends and the other begins. And that is the beauty of marriage and entering into just the intimacy of family. However, We are still our own unique human being. We have our own unique needs and wants. And if we do those things the right way, if we approach them the right way and they're actually healthy desires and those needs are being fulfilled the right way, then we are all the more effective in our roles as spouse as well as parent and all other things. But unfortunately, there are a significant number of step parents that are essentially neglecting themselves. And again, this happens for a lot of reasons. But I believe that for many step parents, there is the battle of being part of creating something new, as well as potentially being immersed in a former situation. This is like a balancing act or a battle that we are oftentimes unprepared for just because we are naive and that makes us a bit susceptible to some of the pitfalls that come with entering into this dynamic. So again, we are trying to create this healthy, boundless, loving relationship. We want to be effective as parents and build this thing up according to our terms. 
However, there is a former relationship or there are ties that still exist, that are still present and functioning potentially on a daily basis that tends to humble us in that we can't focus on what we have going on and what we're building. We almost have to tend to the former. And it oftentimes feels like we can't run at the pace that we'd like because there's this huge boulder or weight tied around our ankles that's keeping us from doing so. And if you're anything like me, you maintain optimism for potentially years despite being immersed in this situation. But one day you kind of look up and you're frustrated because you don't necessarily recognize who you are, how you think, how you function. There's a little bit of of bitterness and just a loss of personal identity. As a step parent, your individualism can be sacrificed for the sake of trying to provide remedy for a situation that was fairly broken when you stepped into it. And this is something that is difficult for people coming together absent of children or previous relationship kind of learning how to function as a unit. So while I don't think that we should just sum up the previous relationship and the human life that was created as a result, we shouldn't just sum that stuff up as baggage because that's a little rude. And it also kind of sets up these biases in our minds as step parents. But reality is we are going to have to face a lot of that stuff. We are going to have to, to a degree, be immersed in the past of the person that we love in order to make things work today, in order to move at the pace that we believe to be best for our family unit. And if we hope to do that with our sanity intact, with a healthy marriage functioning as well as love for our stepchildren, then we need to be able to remind ourselves that we are in fact an individual. We are our own person. We do have these commitments to these individuals, to these people, to this family, to our roles within them, but we are not nearly as cool as we think. We These individuals had lives before you and you know what? It'd be super sad if I were to go today, if I were to pass away, um, my family would clearly be affected by it, but they will have lives after me. Step parents oftentimes, again, as they're immersed in these situations, we assume this burden that is well beyond our ability to carry. And then we find ourselves communicating to ourselves that if we don't do X, Y, and Z, if we don't show up every single day, if we're not this and that, then all of this will fall apart. And that is one of the greatest strongholds that we essentially place on ourselves or we accept it. And then we are robbed of perspective, joy, which can lead to a loss of love toward our spouse and our just family unit in general. So part of being a step parent is maintaining the concept that you are still an individual. Number two, what is a step parent? A step parent is a partner. And this might be another captain obvious moment, but the person that you commit your life to, 
the people that you commit your lives to as a step parent, because it's not just one individual. I didn't just give my vows to my wife. I actually shared vows with her daughter, who obviously became my stepdaughter and our oldest. But the person plus one, two or three that you commit your life to, if you're committing to like four, five kids, like I, I don't know if you're like Mormon or you live on a ranch somewhere and you're just you guys have times on time on your hands. That's insane. But I regress the person, the people that you commit your life to. That is the most important decision that you will make in your life. That is like top three in life that you'll ever make. So one very simple question that you should have answered prior to your commitment should be, can I partner with this person? Can we function as partners together? And I'll repeat, this should be determined prior to commitment and commitment not being marriage, but even before dating. I feel like some form of courtship hanging out should take place. Pose the question when dating starts and there is a bit more of a commitment between the two of you. That question again should be posed before making things permanent. And I'll give you an example of a time that having the answer to that question probably saved me a ton of stress, frustration and heartache. There was a point in time where A friend and I, I was single at this time, we used to go out, hit the gym, and we used to ball together. And he was good, I was good, however, we kept losing when we would play together. We would win apart from one another, but when we played together, it just wasn't clicking. And obviously, because we were friends, we wanted to make it work, so there came a point after a loss, super frustrated, I was, and I asked, hey, like, what can we do? How can we work together? Where do you want the ball? Like, how can we make this work so that we can get these W's? Because if anybody should be winning, it should be us because we're constantly playing together. So we should have some degree of chemistry. And his response was flabbergasting. (laughs) He got frustrated that I asked the question. To sum it up, he was like, what the heck are you talking about? Just play basketball. Why are you asking me how we can work well together? Blah, blah, blah. And it threw me aback. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And I think it was maybe two or three years down the line, he was starting this business or company and he reached out to me and he wanted to essentially partner with me to make it happen. And I recalled that former experience of functioning together in a much lower capacity, pick up games in basketball versus business and establishing a commitment together. Those are two totally different things. And if we can't partner together in the little, how is it that we can come together and establish a healthy, if not a thriving partnership, if we couldn't have gotten on the same page at that point? So obviously, I did not step into that with him. I'm not sure how it went. I don't believe it went, but I am grateful that I recognized our inability to function as partners because who knows what kind of chaos that would have reaped in my life. So for the step parents that are currently listening, what is the answer to this question, or if you are not currently a step parent, maybe you're single, 
Think about your former situation, your former relationship, and ask yourself, was I able to partner with that individual? The fact that you're no longer together might answer that question in and of itself, but you should absolutely be able to, in any given moment, pose that question and get an answer for it. And while I may be coming off as this is an obvious thing to kind of establish beforehand before making the commitment, this is actually a really tricky thing to navigate as a step parent, because, again, you are entering into something that had previously existed. So you have an absence of understanding concerning what was, what is. It's just a lot to navigate on the practical end, on the emotional end. So you're almost stepping into a role or a position where you're kind of a yes person. Like this person tells you how their ex was and you're kind of like, okay, that's the only perspective I have. So I guess we'll go with that. Or as a step parent, we may be told by our love interest that this is how my kids operate because of what they've experienced in their personality types. This is just what they do, despite the fact that their behavior is not really acceptable and they're fairly destructive and they don't clean the house. And if you throw on top of that, the fact that you want them to like you, so you're not going to point out a bunch of indiscretions early on. It's just a lot for a step parent to take in. So as a step parent, we're just faced with scenario after scenario, and it's just you weren't there for it. So you're stepping into it and all of a sudden you're losing the ability to partner because this person has some type of authority because they were present during the previous situation. So you're almost coming under their wing in order to get understanding. And a lot of step parents don't know how to come from up under their wing. And unfortunately, when we remain in that position under the wing, under the wing, just receiving information and the the right perspective is that of our partner again, because they were a part of the former situation, then we end up just subject to this dynamic, this lifestyle, these relationships, and everything is interpreted for us. And it's almost like we're getting crumbs under the table, but we can't really sit at the table and exercise our voices. And obviously that does not sound like partnership. So a great early sign of what can be a really productive partnership is when your partner, when the person that has the children, when they ask, what is your perspective concerning this thing? What is your opinion? What do you think about X, Y, Z, whether that consists of interacting with the X and the content of conversation? What should we do about school for the kids? How should we shape our lives together? Like, how are we going to do this? What are your thoughts on these things? When you have a partner that has the ex, that has the children, and they're bringing that into your relationship, and they're willing to pose those questions, that is a great sign. I will tell you that there are some people that don't really know how to. That's their heart. They do want to partner with you, but they're not familiar potentially with healthy relationships and how to do partnership. So there are some people that you can give the benefit of the doubt to. There is another genre of human being, however, that don't want your perspective. They don't want your opinion. They don't want you to 
assert yourself in certain matters, such as, again, communication with the ex, how the children are being raised up, should be raised up and what the goals are long term. And you have to ask yourself if you want to enter into a situation like that, a dynamic like that, because that's likely not something that is going to change. So number three of what is a step parent, the third one, a step parent is a parent. (laughs) We're keeping it super obvious today, apparently, but a step parent is in fact a parent. All step parents say this with me. I am a parent. Let's make a chant. I am a parent. It's wild how difficult it is for some to accept that the fact that they are in fact just parents. I know we have the step parent thing. I know we sometimes call ourselves bonus parents, whatever the case, but you are a parent. You are a responsible adult party in the lives of those kids. You may not have been a part of their conception. You were not present. Okay. I am not happy that (laughs) there was a moment of conception that I wasn't a part of for my oldest child. I'm not happy about that, but it is what it is. Nor, you know, some of you guys did not carry your stepchildren. Nonetheless, you are their parent. And that is an unshakable truth. When you step into the partnership marriage with an individual with children, that is a truth over your life. Now it is an official truth and it is in your best interest and the interest of your spouse and the children present that you accept that truth and you begin to walk in it. Even if you're unsure what those steps should look like. I have found that the step parent population consists of a lot of deferring and just stepping aside. And there's just like this attempt at humility and trying to be kind and trying to make room for everybody to kind of exercise their thoughts and their feelings for those to be kind of acknowledged and accepted, whatever the case. But there is a lack of that assertion and exercising authority, the authority that a parent should have. And that same authority applies to the step parent. Yes, there is the learning. Yes, there is the it's healthy to come under the wing for a period of time. But there does come a point where you have to exercise your voice. It's not just like you could exercise your voice. You actually have to. It is necessary. You are now a necessary and essential component of this family dynamic, regardless of whether you're recognized as such. And that's because our roles aren't solidified or they are not made official when we are affirmed by other people or acknowledged as a parent. We don't have to wait for those things to happen in order for us to function in that capacity. Is it nice that we are embraced as such? Yes. Is it better that the ex doesn't call us all these names, but instead reaches out because they want to know who's invested in their child's life? Yes, that is so much better than the amount of resistance that many step parents face on a regular basis. But unfortunately, life isn't fair and reality can be very harsh. And in my opinion, that's not those aren't good enough reasons to shake my commitment as a step parent. And one 
tool or trick that you can use in order to kind of help you accept your parental role is to refer to your stepchildren as your children, not to refer to them as your stepkids. This is something that you can still do. I still believe that you can have the heart of a parent and reference them as such. But for me, I knew that I need to call them my children, the children that I am raising that I was not part of conceiving. They are my kids. And I don't call, I don't reference, I never referenced my oldest as Margot's daughter. I may have done that a couple of times, but I knew if I did that, I would create biases in my mind. I would let myself off the hook as a parent and I wouldn't function in that role fully. I'd be less than. And what that would look like for me would be throwing up my hands and taking a back seat when things get a bit uncomfortable, when it seems as if things aren't necessarily in my favor, or if I find myself in a situation that can be relegated to the quote unquote parents of this child. And I have to admit that I have in fact had those moments, but I've had to check myself and remind myself of my role as a parent. I did the whole chant. I am a parent. (laughs) And then from there, I have to assume the role and function in that capacity. And I'm sure for some of you, it's not that simple as far as I am a parent and the way in which you address the children based on your comfort level or the comfort level of your partner, the ex. There are so many different scenarios and situations, but I think in your heart, I think in your words, it's helpful. But in your heart, you have to know that you are, in fact, a parent and there's nothing that's going to disqualify that truth. There's nothing that's going to remove you from that role. You are officially a parent in the life of this child. That is in spite of rejection, whether from the children or from anybody else or a lack of confidence and knowing what to do even within yourself. You are in fact a parent. Celebrate that because that is an amazing title to have. And finally, concerning what a step parent is, I believe a step parent is a restorer. As step parents, I am entirely convinced that our roles provide an opportunity for restoration. When you think about an individual that was previously in a relationship and they have kids and that relationship came to and end for whatever reason, there is so much brokenness. There is so much trauma experienced by people through such a scenario. Again, even the most peaceful separations are traumatic and devastating in a lot of ways. And a hard truth that I had to accept, I'm not sure when I did, um, but something I had to accept in order for me to be an effective step parent as well as a great husband, which I believe I am. At least that's what she says to my face. But I had to accept the fact that it would have been in the best interest of my stepchild, as well as my niece, if their parents had stayed together. If the original family unit, the conceivers of these individuals had stayed together. 
that undoubtedly would have been in the best interest of the kids and then for the adults involved to not have so much baggage essentially and just hurt and things of turmoil things of that nature it just would have been in everyone's best interest if that were the case and obviously this removes the personality issues and the conflict that transpired that caused the divorce or separation to happen in the first place. So this is kind of like a pretend moment. But I think we all would agree that when two humans come together and they create another life, it is in the best interest for that unit to remain together. Again, I'm <laughs> I'm totally pushing away all the conflict, all the issues, all the combating in an ideal situation. That is the preference. But as we speak, that is a decreasing reality. And one of my favorite sayings or quotes is the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. And the second best time is today. And for us step parents, we are operating in the today. We have an opportunity to create health, hope, love, life. We get to be an example of a healthy, loving adult relationship. And that is absolutely life changing for a child to witness. We also get to create this fulfilling life with our spouse, which is, in my opinion, like this once in a lifetime opportunity. We also get to show the world that we can, in fact, choose love. We didn't have to commit ourselves to an individual that went through some pretty drastic stuff and may still be struggling to a degree to sort some of it out. We didn't have to commit ourselves to these children that are not biologically ours. Like we get to exemplify what it means to choose love. And please believe it's not just those within your home that get to witness your efforts, your friends, your family your coworkers, even the ones that were looking at you sideways for even thinking about stepping into such a dynamic, they get to see you choosing love. They get to see that it's not dependent on these supposed important factors for you to fully immerse yourself in your family and therefore become an essential piece of the puzzle and a restorer in your family. Again, we are not recreating what was lost, but much of those essential components that are present within the family unit or that can be present, we can be a part of those things being restored. And that is something to be excited about, proud about if you are a step parent. So if you are a step parent and you are thriving, let me know if all four of these components are functioning in your life. And if you are on the struggle bus, we've all been there. I was probably there last week. <laughs> but which of the four things that I mentioned as far as what a step parent is are missing? I would love to hear your thoughts. You can email me at blended at navigatingtheblend.com or you can message me via Facebook or Instagram at navigatingtheblend. You guys are fantastic and we will talk soon. Peace.
Thanks for tuning in. I hope you heard something throughout the episode that could make all the difference. Please take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of that blended goodness. Episodes are up and running on the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Until then, do not settle for anything less than what's possible.